Hey everyone, we appreciate you listening. We'll get into the show in a bit, but just want to mention, go check out our Twitter page, at Midcourt Madness, for all of our show updates, as well as some breaking news tweets. Also, check out our website, where we post all of our writing at midcourtmadness.wordpress.com. Here's the show. On today's Midcourt Madness, Oregon picks up two top five victories in the span of three days, and they look like the Oregon team we thought they'd be earlier in the year, really. Baylor loses back-to-back games, and I'm going to officially crown the best team in college basketball bigs. Whoa. Yeah, sometime during this episode. Stay tuned. So, Biggs, how about Oregon getting two top five victories like this week? Did you see... I don't remember what night it was, but Gonzaga played BYU and put up 115 points on the Cougars. Wow, that's a lot of points. I saw. I think I saw someone tweet they had like 115, and then 111, and then 110 in like a three-game span. Yeah, something like that. Like they, they've been kind of off the radar. You know, they started the year ranked number one, and you know, with with some of these, with some of the top teams in the country losing. I think there's going to be a debate about who's going to be the new number one team in the country. Uh, team piling up over 110 points a game over a three-game stretch is a pretty good case to say, hey, uh, we'll raise our hands and we'll be number one again. Yeah, and I just looked it up. It's 117, 110, and 115, which two of those games are against Pepperdine and Santa Clara, which, I mean, aren't that great of opponents. But that BYU one, you know, dropping 110 points on them, that's something you can certainly uh, write home about. Yeah, absolutely. I I would write home about that if uh, if if the kids did any writing now. They probably just send text messages or DMs, but um, or that's impressive pitches. piling up those points. Yeah, and yeah, they're number two this week. If I'm not, yeah, they're number two this week. If I'm not mistaken, and number one, obviously, like I said in the intro, went down twice. Um, and that's Baylor. UCLA loses to some team somewhere. Um. <laughs> Then Auburn, USC takes two losses. Yeah, they did too. Auburn, though. I'm just going to say it now. Auburn is the best team. I, I flirted with it in the intro, Biggs. Auburn is the best team in college basketball. But who you do you want, think is ranked number one this year? or this You want to put Auburn as number one? I want to put Auburn as number one. And why, do you, just, why do you like them over Gonzaga? I think Auburn's resume, if I'm being a bracketologist here, is Ooh. better. They have one loss. They're 16 and one. Their one loss was an overtime loss against UConn. Yep. They have wins against Bama, an impressive road victory. Bama, they, they looked better that night. I know they haven't been as good as we thought they would be. They looked better that night. Mm-hmm. And then I just like, I really just like their roster construction. You know, they have the uh, top three, top five draft pick. In next in this coming year in Jabari Smith. They have a that shot blocker. That is a prerequisite for being ranked high. Yeah. They have a shot blocker in the middle with Walker Kessler, who could also score the rock. They have an assortment of point guards that they got in the transfer portal that we talked about earlier with Wendell Green. Wendell Green looked good against Bama. He was just shooting everything he wanted to and making everything. It was nice to see. And then they have... You know, they have Jalen Williams, who is another post player who we've talked about how nice it is just have that three-man rotating post, you know, situation. They have two sort of sh- shooting guards slash small forward guys in Cambridge and Flanagan. Um, 
the roster setup is good. Their resume is good. And like with their roster setup, they can do a lot of things with this roster. I think they can go small. They can go big. They can have two or three point guards out there if they want. There's just so much they can do with this team. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. You you, you hit on the point with the, with the resume that um, probably shoots them to number one. Although I think uh, Gonzaga was ranked number two in the polls, so I guess typically AP voters voters will probably just scoot them up a spot. That's usually what um, happens. Yes. Yeah. But but you're right. Auburn is kind of the entire package here, and, and they've they've got. I mean, their SEC wins are some of the best already in the conference. I mean, they've played LSU. They knocked them out. They played. Did they play Florida? I want to say they played Florida, um, and and they beat Bama. You're right. Uh, on top of uh, of what was a decent non conference slate for them, so they do look like the complete deal here. And, and you're right. That front court with with Smith, Kessler, and Jalen Williams um, as kind of that trio is. It's going to be something that just nobody, maybe not even just the conference, but like around the country, like the, that might be the best front court in the country at this point. Yeah, and and their backcourt, I still I still get a little nervous about, but yeah, Wendell Green is, um, you know, getting better and better, and and he was solid against Bama. Got a little shot happy uh, towards the end. I guess they need somebody to take shots, but you know, him, Katie Johnson are both kind of heat check guys. Where boy, if they can get cooking. Like they, they can pile up points in a hurry, and you still haven't even really seen uh, like a fully actualized Allen Flanagan yet. If he once he gets, I think if he can kind of settle into a, he he's not going to be in a feature role like he was last year. But if he can kind of settle into like a like a complementary role, uh, that gives him a little bit of size on the wing and the perimeter, and uh, they're going to be a full they're going to be a full team. They're going to be a force. Yeah. Now, where do you – we do this every week, but where do you put them in the SEC? Like, are they the top? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Easily. Absolutely, yeah. Which um, is weird because I think preseason we probably would have put them fifth, sixth. Yeah, it was one of those where you felt you felt really good. I, I mean, I felt really good about the three teams I had at the top, which were Kentucky, LSU – or uh, Kentucky, Arkansas, and Alabama. Yeah, Biggs, let's talk about that Kentucky-Tennessee game because I was at the gym yesterday afternoon, no big deal or anything. And I just glanced up at the TV, and they're up by like thirty. Yeah, being on the game train was probably a, a smart choice for you at that in that window because that was a horrendous basketball game. Um, Tennessee came into the game, I think, ranked number two or three in defensive efficiency in the country, and Kentucky was like, "We're just going to burn that defensive efficiency thing to the ground." Uh, they shot like eighty percent from the field in the first half, and it was a layup line, wide open threes for days. Um, it was one of those where Kentucky just kind of announced, re-announced itself, like, "Hey, we're we're do- don't forget about us over here, you know, we're Kentucky." And I don't know. I feel like they've kind of weirdly flown under the radar all year, and uh, I, I know exactly why uh, because they don't have the the big shiny, flashy lottery pick prospects, so nobody cares about them anymore. But <clears throat> I, I think they're pretty good. You know, they've got a couple of kind of weird losses, like to to Notre Dame or whatever, but. Um, they kind of renounced themselves yesterday. I, I think Kentucky is figuring some things out. Ty Ty Washington's been playing really, really good ball for them. He had 28 yesterday. And Oscar Shibway. And, you know, you, you stack them up against Auburn, and I think uh, they might actually be a more I – don't, I don't know if they're better, but I, I think those two teams are probably the two best in the league right now. Yeah, and Kentucky is definitely – they're almost like that team from the Pac-12 who seems to be d- just trending upward right now, who didn't wasn't as good as we thought they'd be early on, but is trending upward now. Um, you mentioned, or at least 
you have in your show notes that you sent to me, the game against the Arkansas-LSU game, and Arkansas gets a big win um, and basically just uses a big run at the end to beat them. Yeah, Arkansas finally showed us something, right? I mean, that's what we've been asking for here for the last couple of weeks. Hey, can you can you beat somebody that's decent? Because your non-conference was terrible, and, and it looked like things were kind of falling apart for them. And I guess all they needed was their coach to get injured and go get surgery because you know, Musselman didn't even coach in this game. And... Yeah, it was competitive the whole way, and I think I saw they outscored LSU seventeen to two over the last like nine minutes of the game. Yep. Um, that's probably the that's probably the the key here is Arkansas hasn't really done much on the defensive end of the floor pretty much all year. I don't know if they've got a got it in them to to morph into some sort of a juggernaut defensively, but you got to play a little bit of defense, and that's a win that they they really needed if they want to keep their. I mean, I, I know we're only in mid January here, but what are we, like a month and a half of it? Probably six weeks away from kind of your selection Sundays type stuff. It's time for some, it's nut cutting time for some of these teams that have probably started the year slow. And, you know, Arkansas and, and, a, and a couple other teams uh, took advantage this week with a couple of really big wins that maybe it's like their, 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 uh, their tourney hopes are kind of on like, uh, Life you know, like, like these wins are like the defibrillators where they come out and they're like, clear. <laughs> You know, and they that's a, boom, was a win over LSU. They did one of those kind of things. Shocked them back to life maybe a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to have to clip that for video. Or or the body will just continue to be lay there and be dead. You know, maybe that win, it got one of the... We got really cynical. I don't know if that's the right word there. Cynical there. Yeah. Well, you know, like the, the like they flatlined, you know, and maybe that, that defibrillator little shock there over LSU was like a boop. One, of, one, little, one little thing. So we'll see. <laughs> Could be, could be. Um, let's see. I think we've done enough packing of the unpacking of the uh, the SEC here. I want to talk about Oregon, or actually, no, Baylor. Baylor. I was thinking of the wrong neon green and yellow team. Oh, I want okay. to talk about Baylor, who you know they were chugging along, you know, defending national champions, fifteen and zero. I think I predicted like February fifth for their first loss against Kansas. Well, I was dead wrong, and they actually get two losses. This week, one against ranked Texas Tech and the other against unranked Oklahoma State, both at home. Should B- Baylor Bears fans be worried? I was going to ask you the very same question. I, I don't know if you're a Baylor Bear fan, but are you concerned? I think they should be a little worried just because I think I think this is more what I expected out of this out of them out of them this year. And I think I think early on in the year they're just sort of flying high off their national title from a year ago. And I think now, you know, you always talk about water finding its level. I think water is finding its level here. Um, I think it was a little not fluky that they were 15-0, and 0, but I I just didn't expect them to be 15-0, and 0, and I think this is more so what I expected. Maybe the vibes got a little too good. Like, like was a little too good to be true. You know, it's, they started right. out great, and everyone's like, Baylor's the best program in the country. Scott Drew's this. Baylor's that. They're amazing. Everything is just going to go – smooth sailing it's like there's just no way it's possible they're not as good as they were last year i know people are talking about compare that they're they're getting ready to compare obviously when when they were as good as they were last year and that they start off this year everyone's gonna say which team's better you know we did the same thing with gonzaga which team's better this Mm -hmm. year last year last year's team was better than this team I, i just don't think there's any sort of possible way you can debate that that doesn't mean this team isn't good i think they are good um as evidenced by being ranked number one for a couple weeks, you know, so there you have my approval Baylor. So congrats. Yeah. And like, we're not like, like you said, we're not saying they're awful. Could this team be a 
second weekend team? Could they be an elite eight, maybe even final four team? They could. Yeah, I think they could be a final four team. Um, I, I don't. I just don't think they're like the absolute favorite to win right. the title. Kind of, kind of a team. Right. Uh, I don't know if there is one of those teams this year. I, I just don't think there's a head and shoulders team above everyone else. Baylor could still win the title. Yeah, uh, I do think they have like a talent, like that they're just not as talented naturally. And 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 I know James Akinjo is like somehow rehabbed his image so much that Fran Fraschilla is out there calling him like Kyle Lowry of of college basketball. And uh, you know he's he's like Kyle Lowry out there. He's a great teammate and all these things. Like dude's played for like three different programs, so obviously there's something wrong with him. You yeah. know he's not like he's not like this amazing. He's not like perfect. And I think he's played. I think he's a guy who's, who's we haven't really talked about, but like he's been the engine for their success. He's been awesome all year. Yep. And I, I I just think there's a guy that you you speak of water finding its level. I think James Akinjo is is a classic example of that. And he had one of those games last night where he went one of eight and one of six from three and he had zero assists. And, um, you know, that was, that was a Kinjo for you. And Adam Flagler, who's a good player, he went one of 10. I think he's capable of doing that. You know, some of these guys, I, I just think there's, yeah, I, I just don't think Baylor is like so head and shoulders above everyone that they're not going to take a couple losses. You know, they're not, they were never going to go 31 and zero. they're probably going to take three or four more losses just because the big 12 is a gauntlet. And, you know that's that's okay. That doesn't mean they're they're not going to be very very good. But I mean, they scored fifty four points. That's uh, that's scary. What they score in their game against uh, uh, Texas Tech? Pretty sure 60, they scored in the fifties. What they score now? More than sixty two against Texas Tech. Yeah, sixty two. That's that's not very. That's not great. You know, and and uh, I think I think they're susceptible to that because they as as good as they have been and as good as those guards have been, I do think those guys are all capable of having an off night. And yeah, their next three games are somewhat easier. They get West Virginia, Oklahoma, Kansas State before going on the road at the end of the January against Alabama. So they have a couple of, uh, we'll say, warm up games before facing Alabama. Um, but I liked what you talked about how last year it was all year Gonzaga, Baylor, head and shoulders above everyone else. And I don't know if you listened to Titus and Tate this week on, I think it was Tuesday, and they're talking about how. Like they're basically just like tossing out names of teams that they think could win the national title. Not necessarily that like this team is the best or anything, but they came up with like twelve teams, and I feel like you, I could agree with all twelve of them. And you know, I think you know, last year, like I said, two teams, Gonzaga, Baylor. It's a lot better for the game of college basketball when there's twelve teams that could win a national title than two. Yeah, absolutely, and. Yeah, for sure, and and I think there's so much more to college basketball than just worrying about who's going to win the national title. We win, we live in this weird culture where that's like if you know if you're not if you're not playing for the national title, you suck, and you know that's just not true. I mean, there's, there's is, is it true for that, college football though? It it seems to be the way that ESPN has created that that culture, which which is annoying as hell because it's definitely I, I don't think it's true in college football either because I mean, realistically, there's about four teams that can. I can go do that. And, and generally, realistically, on, on a year-to-year basis, it's like there's one and a half teams maybe. But, yeah. uh, you know, college hoops, there's – yeah, there's a ton of there's a ton of good teams. And, you know, out of the – out of like the 15 teams that, that Tate probably listed off, um, I also thought to myself, I wouldn't be surprised if that team lost to a seven seed. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like, like last year it was like if Gonzaga does not at least get to like the final four slash title game, I will be absolutely blown away. Like I'll be shocked. Like the only way that happens is is if they have a rash of injuries. Yeah, 
and, and I just don't think there's a team like that this year where it's like, oh my god, I just cannot even fathom Duke losing in the second round. I can see that. I can't. I can't even fathom seeing uh, Purdue uh, get upset. I, I can sure. I can see that. You know, like all, all of these, all of these high level teams, UCLA. I can see it. You know, I, 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 and I, I love that. I'm okay with that. A lot of people will complain about that because I don't know. We want to see. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know what people want. I think people just want to complain. That's a little sociology with bigs and smalls. But I, I think. I think that's better. I, I would rather not see. Uh, you know, the inevitability. Like in 2015, I know Kentucky didn't win the whole thing, but I spent the entire year thinking, God, Kentucky's just going to roll everybody. Mm-hmm. And while it's fun kind of rooting against that team, I think it is fun to have the, you know, the root against the Goliath type of thing. I, I kind of like that there's a bunch of solid teams that, you know, you don't know who's going to be good on night tonight. Yeah. Now we talk about Texas Tech beating Baylor. Um, I saw I saw a meme yesterday. And it's the one where it's like the, it's like a top up and t- up and down picture of a African American gentleman, and he's smiling really like from ear to ear in the top one, and then he's frowning in the bottom one. Have you ever seen that one? No. Oh, you gotta find this. Well, anyways, he's smiling, and it shows the bo- like box scores for uh, Texas Tech, and it shows it beat. Oh, Kansas. and then he looks they- like upset. Yeah. So like yeah, the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. the top one is him happy. He, they beat Kansas. They beat Baylor. They beat Oklahoma State. And then the bottom one is he's sad because they lost to Kansas Kansas State. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird league, isn't it? Like it's yeah. just so wacky. Like just it, it just makes no sense. The transit of property again, just it absolutely makes zero sense. And I mean Texas Tech, you're thinking like they beat Kansas last Saturday and they're missing Terrence Shannon and Kevin McCuller, and they're like, let's go. Okay, once we get those guys, like it's on. And Chris, who like our, our old coach, like we. Mark Adams, let's just shoot this guy to the moon. You know, we're we're amazing. And then they knock off Baylor and it's like, okay, like get your get your like get your finger guns out. Like Texas Tech is back. Mm-hmm. Um and then Kansas State comes in and just sad trombone. You know, it's like, nope, <laughs> you're actually capable of still losing. It's just a it just makes no sense at all, you know? know. And uh that's why analyzing it is uh we just go round and round in circles and we have endless fodder to talk about because I don't know how it's possible. You know, Kansas State is Kansas State good. I feel like they're like weirdly decent, but not that good. You know, they just have Boo Booey. He was my favorite player. Or am I thinking Northwestern? That's, that's Northwestern. Yeah, that, they that, also that, pulled off a win that, yesterday. That's another. I talk about how I mix up Iowa and Purdue all the time because they're sort of similar jerseys and stuff, similar yeah. team colors. I mix up Kansas State and Northwestern all the time too. <laughs> they're not even in the same conference. True, they aren't. But that's okay. They are both <laughs> wildcats. Maybe that's why. I don't know what. I'm it just a be. simple. I'm just a simple mind, Biggs. Let's just say it's because they're both wildcats. Yeah. But yeah, Kansas State's nine and seven. That was their first conference win. Um, I don't know. That's goofy. I just don't know how they. I don't know how they do. It. Texas Tech shot. Uh, I know how they scored fifty-one points and they had eighteen turnovers. That'll do it. Speaking of. Uh... Where is this team? Where do you think Iowa State is? Well, they just got a nice little win yesterday. Yeah, they just got Texas. a nice win. Yeah. But it's a nice win, though, because where are we on Texas? It's so tough. It is. It's, it's kind of the Big Ten media machine kind of thing here where, like, on one hand, we'll say this team sucks, and then when that team beats them, though, we'll use it as, like, evidence that, like, yeah, see, the team that beat them, though, that's a good win for them. 
Well, we can't say this team sucks and then say like that's a quality win. You know what I mean? Um, I should see how many conf- how many of the Power Six conferences already have the parity wheel so far this year. Yeah, I went through it last night with the ACC, and it was amazing. That was that was what I did there with the uh, when I sent you that ACC parity wheel. I found the full one. They completed the cycle. I would say that I was purposely trying to transition to that. Um, I wasn't, but let's just say I was. So let's talk about that. Okay, sounds good. Um, North Carolina, how good are they? Just tell me that. How did, how did I know that you were going to start with North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> how many minutes did it take? What were the uh, how many minutes did it take? Uh, well, the first recording before we had technical difficulties was seven, and then we're at fourteen. So we're at about you, over, you got over twenty minutes. I'm pretty good. It's a good job by you. That must have killed you. That must have been the longest twenty minutes ever. It's uh, the meme of like the guy like sitting there, but his like eyeballs eyeballs are like bulging out of his face. <laughs> Just going to explode, Dr. North Carolina. Yeah. Oh man, that is funny. No, Iowa State though. Yeah, you're right. They knocked off Texas, and I do think Texas is like. I think they're just they're fine, right? Like. We, we've talked about this. We can, we can continue to talk about it. It's all about expectations. Because Texas was considered, you know, by some a top five team and everyone thought they were going to be amazing, you know, Texas sucks now. Uh, Texas is good. And so I think Iowa State is okay. And Iowa State's expectations were this team's going to suck. And, and they, you know, and, and now they're like, they're fine. So it's like, wow, Iowa State, look at this team. Um, I think they're fine. You know, I think Baylor – in Kansas are the top two teams in the Big 12. And after that, I think anybody can beat anybody. And honestly, with Baylor and Kansas, it looks like anybody can kind of beat anybody too. Like, I just don't think – maybe it's kind of like the Big East where I don't know if there is a best team, although I think Nova is kind of making uh, – sticking their claim as, you know, we still are the best team. But yeah. I don't know. I, I think Iowa State's fine. I mean, they're 2-3 and three in the league. I think if they can go 500 in Big 12 play, they're going to get to the tournament. I mean, I, I, mean, I think they're going to get to the tournament. They're ranked 15th. You know? Yeah, and I, I think, think the uh, the encouraging thing for them was that they actually finally had a good offensive game. They scored 79 points and, like, you know, they shot over 50% from the field, 40% from three. You know, uh, I don't know if – I don't know what to make of that in terms of is that Iowa State finally having a nice game offensively? And I don't think they're going to be a good offensive team, but – Boy, it's nice to finally have one. Or is that like uh, DEFCON? I think the DEFCON levels go like it goes in reverse order. So like DEFCON one is like we're we're facing like nuclear disaster kind of thing. Uh, so maybe they're at like DEFCON like maybe not five, but like four. Yeah. Not great, you know. Maybe maybe it's one of those. I don't know. How do you give up seventy nine to Iowa State after all they do is suck offensively? Maybe they're maybe we are really concerned about Texas. I, I don't know. I am. I just. Okay. I think they're uh, they had twenty turnovers yesterday. Yikes. I think they're a team full of empty calories, guys. That's a that's a, that's a great way to put it, and I, I actually I could see you being right on that. Um, you're right. I I, th- I do think you're right in terms of like Marcus Carr is kind of I mean, he's always been kind of an empty calories guy. Trey Mitchell maybe kind of an empty calories guy. He had four turnovers in sixteen minutes yesterday. How is that even possible? Uh, you're Not right. Good. They do. They do just kind of have a bunch of. I mean, we talked about this too. It's you know, we, we we should probably just stop talking about Texas after a while. How does a big man have that many turnovers? Like, is he just like got, trying to get post pass and he just like whiffs on them and they go out of bounds? It's probably a combination of that slash maybe a couple of legal screens or something. I, I guess I don't Could know. But, I just, I'm um, just envisioning him like 
rebounding it, but then he like can't quite get the outlet pass, so he tries to dribble it a couple times, and then he dribbles it off his foot. Stumbles it off his foot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not all big men are just oafs, you know. So, you know, some of us are actually skilled and smart and handsome. But anyway, I just think they have a bunch of guys that want to go score and do do the same things, you know. And uh, It's not surprising. I mean, why? How, it's just not – it's hard to put eight, guy, eight new guys together and expect the chemistry to be all that good. So, right. you know uh, – We'll see with Texas, I guess. It, it's still, it's. I mean, they're 13 and 4. So, I mean, it's not like they're a complete truck fire. But I feel like Texas to me looks like a team that's going to be like a, like a six seed or a seven seed. And they're just going to go out with a second round whimper, like kind of without, without much. Uh, they're just, they're just going to like be what they are. They're going to be a six, seven seed in the tournament. They'll get there and then they'll lose, you know, fairly early and we'll move on with our lives. You know what I mean? Like, very unceremonious. Yeah. Unlike Coach K's final year, which, did you see he didn't coach the other night? I did see Are that. Are they better without him? People are wondering. Oof. I don't know. I think I think what, what you're falling right into the hands, though. You're playing right into his hands while talking about it. So Damn you, it. Yeah. So, you, you, you took the bait. <laughs> let's, get into your, let's get into your parody wheel, Biggs, because Miami, who, who beat Duke a week ago, Loses to a team we are unsure about in Florida State on, I don't know what night that is. And now it sets up with a pretty, I, I'm excited for this matchup on Tuesday night against uh, some some team from Chapel Hill. Um, I can't remember their name. Um, but no, where are you at in Miami now? Because like that Florida State game, it's not looking good for them. I think the entire league, I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, I don't know. Like, is anyone good? Should the entire do- league is they're in a parody wheel. We've played like four conference games. How are they already in the parody wheel? Like, <clears throat> I don't. So, think so any, did you, did you uh, did you did, did you complete the parody wheel? Yeah, I the whole wheel's have. the whole wheel is complete. Oh boy, we got to post that. We got to get that on our Twitter page. The whole wheel. I mean, it's incredible. Do it. Look at this. I I I did the parody wheel last night, and it took okay. me maybe like a half an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> Miami beats Duke. Duke beat NC State, which happened yesterday. NC State's already got a win over Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech beat Notre Dame, which beat North Carolina, which yep. beat Georgia Tech, which beat Boston College, which beat Clemson, which beat Virginia, which beat Pitt, which beat Louisville, which beat Wake Forest, which beat Syracuse, which beat Florida State, which beat Miami. I'm oh pretty sure I've God. got every ACC team in there already. I think you do. I'll fact check it after the show, and if it is true, I'll come up with a graphic to post to the Twitter. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that just show you though? Like, who's? I I just we know Duke is the best team in the ACC, but is there seriously another team that's any good? No, there's a bunch of teams where you're you're sitting here saying like, you know, I right now I think they're a tournament team, but if they lose four in a row, they're going to drop out of that conversation. Like, it's a bunch of teams like that. Yeah, it just it just doesn't make any. I mean, like, I I keep thinking to myself like, oh, maybe Virginia's heating up. And then they lost to Wake Forest. Yeah. You know, and like every, like Virginia Tech, uh, I think Virginia Tech just kind of sucks. Like, I like watching Virginia Tech, but like, they're just, they're not going to, they're not good enough, I don't think, to rack up a ton of wins. Like, Duke is probably going to go, how many conference games do they play? Like 18? 18 or 20? I, I think it's 18, yeah. Okay. They're probably going to go like 16 and 2 in the conference, right? Yeah. Or 15 and 3, something like that. Yeah. Like, the next, the next team might go like 10 and 8. Yeah, like there's like not another team that's gonna be all they they're all just 
Yet, yet they're all. I, I, I think ten and eight's pushing it a little bit. I think ten. I think one of those teams, um, will be like a like twelve and thir- six thirteen and five. Thirteen and five. Okay, I could see a thirteen and five. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but like there's there's just so many teams that are probably going to go between seven and eleven and like eleven and seven. Like it's it's like yep. the NFL. Like there's just like a ton of teams that are right. they're just like all going to beat up on each other and. You know, Louisville's going to beat Syracuse, and then they're going to lose to Clemson, and then Clemson's going to beat Louisville, and they're going to lose to NC State, and then Florida State's going to get a win, and then they'll get a lose, and then they'll win a win. I, I don't know. I think. I Ooh, think should we make this into a bet? I, I like doing bets on this show, Biggs. All right. Yeah. At the end of the year, what will the record be of the second place team in the ACC? I say thirteen and five. You say ten and six, or ten and eight. All right. Let's confirm how many conference games. I'm almost positive it's 18. In ACC basketball. 20. They play a 20-game league schedule. Oh, is it really? Um. So, let's see. Duke's what do you want to change your second place to? But what do you want to change your second place to? I want, I'd go... I'd go 14, 14 and 6. Yeah, I'd go 14 and 6. You think they'll do better than fourteen and six? I'll say they do. No, I, that that is my prediction. Oh, we're we're going over under on this. If it's over under, I'm not saying fourteen and six. Okay. Um, so if your it's prediction over is under, fourteen and six. So what about like twelve and eight or thirteen and seven? What would, would be better? Hmm. I'll take I'll take if you want to take fourteen and six. I'll take twelve and eight. And if they split the baby. We uh we we tie on the bet. We each send each other burrito money, and then okay. we buy our burritos, and, and we document it on Instagram. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Where were we? We got on. Gambling. I think somebody's now, going more than twelve and eight. Yeah. All co- all college basketball shows have like a gambling section. This is ours. We just gamble random shit. Yep. With Panchero's burritos. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have Panchero's there? Oh yeah, good for you. Let's go. I know, very exciting. <laughs> All right, anything else to unpack from the ACC and how god awful it is? Not, not at the moment. No, I, I, I just think there's. It's just who is the? I guess. Oh man. Speaking of which, I had to finally unfollow Jeff Goodman on Twitter. He's so annoying. Every that day, every hour, he tweets something. Oh, it's a one bed league. It's like. He Could just, it be I swear he's possibly just like really trying to be annoying? You know? Yeah, he's trying to just get those, just rile up people, just so he get those response or those replies. Which yeah, is he's, he's trying to get engagement. Which yeah, know. exactly. Which is the idea of Twitter. But at least tweet something you somewhat believe in. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't think. I don't think even he believes there's a five percent chance it's a one bid league. No, there's there's no way it's a one bid league. I I wouldn't. I am. I'm starting to in my mind though get into the state where it's like. If, if we're taking like if we're setting the over under on bids in that league, I, I think the bid is like three point five. Yeah, and I and I think I would bet under. You'd bet under three point five. Yeah, Ooh, like I, I would I would like juice I would juice that number to like I would juice that number to like take like try to trick people into taking the over because I, mm-hmm. I I Duke's Duke's safe. I think Carolina's going to win enough games, and, and then who though? <laughs> <laughs> like like Wake Forest probably. Um, let me just pull up there. I gotta look at. It. Okay, so Miami, dude. I I think Miami will make it. Um, that Florida State loss, I think throughout the year will look not as bad. 
Okay. Um, Notre Dame could get into the com- conversation too. They have that win against Kentucky. They have that win against North Carolina. They could work. I guess Miami work. is thirteen and four, but man, I don't know. I c- I could still see them just. Like, I I think they'll be four or five just based on the on the volume of wins that five teams will get, or whatever. I think five are getting in. Yeah, just because like um the I don't even the, what do they want to call it? selection committee. I think they're just gonna look. Oh, ACC and a team has this many wins. They're in. Maybe, maybe. I still think I'd take the under on that three and a half. Wow. Want to make another bet? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going over on three and a half. All right, I'll take the under. We're up Where's to the board. We're up to uh, four. I've got four on my list here. Bets that are outstanding. All right. What are the other ones? It was a it was a Wisconsin thing. And okay, then... and he- here's the bad part. So all of these are going to come to fruition within about a week of each other. We're going to get four of these. <laughs> We're going to get really fat in March. Yikes! We, we sleep in May. <laughs> Mostly because we're we'll still be in a food coma. Perfect. No, <laughs> no, we do that in May. <laughs> yeah. Do it in May, and then we'll just like go into our food coma in May. That's when we'll sleep. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, should we talk about Oregon? I guess. Okay. Or or oh, you have a better idea? Did you see Belmont lost to Murray State by two? They lost them. Oh, we got we don't do enough of the mid majors here, because We got to get better oh, yeah. at that. So that's why did you if you saw the text I sent you where it said Murray State racers past Belmont because they're the they're the racers you know oh I get it so they boat racers Belmont I don't know somewhere somebody at a newspaper uh, covering those teams is going to find a way to incorporate boat racers you know because they're the racers they racered past Belmont I don't know that, that's they pretty good them. they beat them by twenty two wow that's uh that's eye opening. That's probably the most topical thing all week that we need to talk about. I would, I mean, that's a that's a big deal. I think, uh, you know, not only did Belmont lose, they got destroyed, and that's like one of the better. I think that's one of the really good mid-major kind of rivalries that that people don't really think about um, across the country. But I don't think uh, people think about mid-major rivalry. Rivalries probably not. Them. People really need to, and that's a, that's maybe an indictment on our society is that we're too glitz and glam, flashy. It's like, hey, can we focus on, you know. Some of these mid-major teams because there there's some high quality ball going around. Yeah. Um, ESPN, you know, no NBA prospects, so what do we care? But you know, Murray State's fourteen and two. John, I'll have you know they're kind of flying under the radar here. They're four and zero in the Ohio Valley. That could be a good finish there. You got Murray State, you got Belmont, you got Morehead State. You know, just across the river from me. Um, yep. that could be a good finish in the Ohio Valley. And their own, one of their only losses was to Auburn by thirteen, Murray State. So. That's no. the number one. That's the best team in the country. So right. losing to thirteen, losing by thirteen to them is not an indictment. No, and then beating. I mean, you come back and you beat Belmont by twenty two. I mean, that's uh, that's impressive stuff. Yeah. Sign me up. Let's go to the Ohio Valley Conference tournament. Where is that? I wonder. Probably in the Valley of Ohio. Probably, but Belmont is in Nashville. Murray State is in like Memphis. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Or where is Murray State? Evansville, in Indiana. Where's it at? Evansville, Indiana. Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. 
throw that into the old Google Maps right now. Oh, and you're going to do the thing where it's like over under 100 miles from Indianapolis. I am actually curious where Evansville is. Evansville is... See, I've already had to hit the uh, the minus the zoom out button twice, and I still don't see Indianapolis. Wow. It is not far from a city called Santa Claus. There is a city called Santa Claus in Indiana. Is that where the presents get delivered from? Maybe. Well, it's not far from... It's like right smack dab in the middle of St. Louis and Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then it's it's just north of... It's like if, if Indianapolis, St. Louis, Louisville... And Nashville kind of form like a square. It's almost like right in the middle of all four. Oh, yes, it is. That's like where you want to be, really. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah. You have plenty of quick vacation opportunities there. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder where they fly into. There is an Evansville Regional Airport. Oh, there is. Well, there you go, right there. Boom. Perfect. Perfect. And Cincinnati's not terribly far away. Is a Prince? Is it? Is Princeton the Princeton I think of? I doubt it. Just north. That's not pr- like the college Princeton. Yeah. No, Princeton's out east. They're in. They're in the okay. Ivy League. I think Princeton is are like, all the Ivy Leagues out there. I don't even know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Should we end the uh, geography portion of our show? I suppose. Okay. Tell me about Oregon. Oh, I tell you what, um, <clears throat> impressive stuff coming out of, uh, do you actually want to talk about Oregon now? Yeah, I, I don't, we're, we're running down the list here and I don't know how much we have left. Um, <laughs> to my coworker out there, if you are actually listening to this, we will finally talk about Oregon. We will, we will finally do it. Uh, <laughs> they earned it. I tell you what, they're the first conference team to sweep. Uh, top 10 road matchups um, since like the 60s or something. I can't remember what the graphic was last night, but uh, this is the Oregon that I thought we were getting, you know, yep. at the beginning of the year. This was watching watching those two games. I came away thinking like, this is this is what I thought we were going to have. And like, it, it just felt like they were playing in turbo mode, like all night on Saturday against USC. Like they have, they have like three, four guards who can just, who can get into the paint anytime they want. They have a bunch of guys who who can who can make shots and, and go off at any at any time. I mean, Jacob Young uh, against UCLA, I think, had twenty eight. He had like six against USC, uh, but Will Richardson had twenty eight. Davion Harmon had like fifteen. Yeah, and I think they just have they have good depth. Like those pieces are all those guys can have the ability to kind of take over stretches of a ball game. And boy, I mean, they just they play so fast. I mean, they were just they were running and gunning and getting out in transition, and uh, I was really impressed also with Nfali Dante, the big guy who, who who looks he's a force. I mean, he's just massive. He had like six blocks uh, against USC, a, a much bigger team, and he just he just controlled the paint. Um, and, and obviously, the win over UCLA Thursday night. I mean, that's a really find me a better kind of back to back wins. I guess I mean Texas. What's a better back to back kind of wins? Uh, Texas Tech beating Kansas and then Baylor, or Oregon beating UCLA and USC both on the road. I'd go with Oregon there. Just a lot of it has to do with the on the road and they're I mean, it's two top five teams. One of which one of which was undefeated or no, that would have been their second loss for USC. Um but no, I'd go with the Oregon. 
Yeah. you got to leave one of these teams out of your top five in the Pac-12. Okay. Let, let me just list them off for you, and, and we can we can kind of re- reassemble them and rank them as, as you'd like. But you've got Gonzaga. You've got Arizona. You've got UCLA. You've got COVID. You've got Oregon. And you've got USC. One of those teams cannot be in the top five of the Pac-12. Uh, and that's the thing. Like you threw out the record books when the COVID when uh, COVID meets up with the top five rankings. Um, well, actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's entirely true. I think I think COVID leaves the teams with good records alone, minus the, <laughs> minus the Pac twelve. Um, out of those six, um, I'd have to throw out US- USC. Yeah, I think so too. I think they may be a little bit fraudulent. Yep. And they had their moment of the sun. They're almost like a, a Iowa State where they had their moment of the sun, but I think they're going to find its level here. Um, and like this is this is the USC I expected is you know losing a game like this, um, especially after they lost Evan Mobley. Um, Isaiah Mobley has been great for them, but I just didn't think that they'd be you know a fifteen and zero team. Right. Yeah, I don't think they're the fifth best team in the country. I, I think they're good. Uh, I think if if you had to like. How, how what what rank team is this in the country right now? Not based off of resume, I'd say like 18, 20, no. you know, somewhere in there. Good team. Do, do this for me because like it. We've always said like it doesn't matter if you're the best team in the country ever. It matters if you're in the best conference. Now I think we could both agree the top three are probably SEC, Pac-12, and Big Twelve. You think so? How do you? How do you? How do you? It, it all depends on how you are grading this. Are you grading this on top the, the, the the top level teams, or is it fully a truly a top to bottom? Top to bottom. Big Ten then's got to be in there over the Pac twelve. You think so? Yeah, I just it's, think the Pac twelve sucks top, after those, after those it, top four teams, and I would okay. consider Oregon in that group now. Yeah, I just think after that the league's trash. Yeah, I'd agree with that they're definitely top heavy. And where I was going to go is who's like rank those three, but never mind. Rank okay. Okay, I'll play along. I'll, let's let's exclude the Big Ten. Yeah, um, I would say Pac-12 is last, even if they do have Arizona because and because of how how much it drops off. Yeah, and I and I think all those other leagues have top level teams that can play with Arizona and I mean Tennessee beat Arizona. Yeah, you know, and I think Tennessee's like maybe the sixth best team in the SEC. Yeah, I would say I would say it goes. Oh. SEC versus Big Twelve is is tough. I think probably the Big Twelve. You think Big Twelve is, is better? I think so. Yeah, I would have to disagree. I think top to bottom SEC is better. <laughs> I think I think if you could like cut the cut the fat off of like the, the SEC, the bottom of it, mm-hmm. probably the Big Twelve doesn't have. Like the very bottom of it, because all they only have ten teams. Like they don't drop down as much. What you're saying? Yeah, like if you if you just take the top ten teams in each conference, you know the SEC's got like some some teams at the very bottom, really weighing them down. Yeah. Or the Big Twelve doesn't necessarily have that. I mean, their bottom team is TCU or Kansas State, who are like are like bad, but like not they're not like atrocities. You know. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree with that. But um, yeah, both those. Thanks. I mean, I think those are the two best leagues. Yeah, because you've got you've got legitimate contenders at the very top with Auburn. I would consider Kentucky in there. And when I say contenders, I would say like Final Four contenders. I guess I I don't like doing the they can win the national championship. Literally, only one team can do that. Um, 
but but yeah, and, and that and that's uh, Coach K. Yeah. Coach K is the only team that can win the national cha- championship. Probably, boy, would that be doomsday. This might be an awful year for us, base because Coach K could win it. The Packers could win the Super Bowl. It's not good for us. Yeah, I was thinking. I was just talking about this with my with my dad about just the doomsday Super Bowl scenario would be Kansas City against Green Bay, and we have to hear about how it's the State Farm Super Bowl for two weeks straight. <laughs> and uh, you know, his argument was actually I think it'd be best for the Packers to win, and then maybe Rodgers will just retire and leave. But I but see. then we don't have like the the I think Aaron Rodgers wants to replicate Brett Favre, so he's gonna go to Minnesota at some point. Maybe, yeah. maybe. And I think he just needs to keep failing. I want him to just keep losing. I never want him to another win another Super Bowl. Nope, I'm good Same. with him. I'm good with him not winning it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if Duke wins, I mean that is that is essentially what. I feel like that is my payment for Georgia winning the national title in football is like every other team that I love has to suck and every team I hate apparently has to dominate. And uh, it happens and and that's just what I get. It's the, it's, it's my price to pay for Georgia. You know, you know, the Thanos thing where he's like, it's done. And and the girl is like, what did you do? And he's like, yup. And what did it cost? Everything. (laughs) Apparently apparently it cost everything. (laughs) This is a show of memes today. It really is. That's I think I that's my life. I, I live my life through memes. I think it's the best way to live. Have you have you ever been on the memes subreddit? No, I'll have to find oh, that. Is that, a, is you, that a, you you can scroll through that for hours. It just never ends. Yeah, I've had times where it's like I'm in the middle of scrolling and I get like a text notification sometimes from you, and I'll be like, oh, I'll look at that later because I'm not. I'm just gonna when I'm scrolling. done with this, and, and then I look at your text like two hours after you sent it. It's like, oops, I was subredditing. <laughs> oh, memes are the bomb. I love them. Uh, let's see. Do you have any other games you want to talk about before we get into our uh, scrolling through the schedule section of the pod? <sighs> no, I can't think of anything. Perfect. Uh, let's see here. Sunday, when we are recording this Sunday morning, because, you know, we love bringing you content early in the morning. Yep. Um, couple games here. Butler Villanova. I see. I also see Iowa Minnesota. Which I have to give you credit. On, I forgot about this. I have to give you credit on Iowa because I think over the off season we were talking about the Champagne Twins, and you were talking about how twins just do the same exact thing, and they are exactly the same. Their haircuts are the same, and they get the same food, and they play video games at the same time and whatnot. And I sort of shrugged that off. But did you see Keegan Murray? against uh who i can't remember who they're playing but he checks out of the game early with foul trouble and his twin brother chris murray scores i think it's like 29 points in that game i did see that yeah it was against indiana yes now are we positive that they didn't like do like a quick little sleight of hand jersey switch in like a timeout or something you're buying into that i am buying into that (laughs) uh you know, I, I think I think it's probably just that, you know, one twin was like, you know what, you've had your moment. Now it's my turn. You know, I got this. And <laughs> it is. It's it's the twins do the exact same thing. When one goes out with foul trouble, the other one replaces him and scores twenty nine. Yeah. So credit to them and credit to you, more importantly, because you were correct. Thank you. Thank you. I think I'm onto <laughs> something. You know, I'm 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 either on something or I'm onto something, and in this case I was onto something. <laughs> Uh, let's go over to Monday here. Oh, Purdue, Illinois. What do you think about that one? That's an early ah, – wait, do you do you get tomorrow off or do you have to work? Uh, I have a staff in-service kind of deal, so I kind of uh, have it off. Like I don't have students, but I have to actually be at school, so that sucks. That, I that hate that that suck. game is at 11 o'clock because I would have loved to watch. Um, 
that does not have a uh, it does not have a big sexy like three versus like six kind of ranking type of thing to it. But Illinois is playing uh, really good ball right now. Yep. And I think those two teams are the two best teams in the conference. Yeah, I would probably have to agree with that because who would be – who could you maybe argue? Michigan State's the other team you could probably argue. Yeah, although they just lost to Northwestern yesterday. Um, Kansas yeah, State. Wisconsin, Wisconsin maybe or uh, or Ohio State. Wisconsin just beat Ohio State, so I, I guess Wisconsin probably. Yep. But I, I think those are the two best, and so yep. I think that could be a lot of fun. And, and obviously getting Coffee Cockburn against the two Purdue big guys is like, ooh, amazing. Like approach the paint at your own peril if you're in that game. <laughs> not for the not for the faint of heart. Is that the three best big men in the conference in that game? Boy, you it might be. You don't want to put like Jameson Battle on there, or he's not a big man. He's more I of know. a. He's but he, he basically plays a five for them. He does. They're very small. It's yeah. uh, it's 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 un, it's uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I'm going to that game today anyway. So we'll see we'll see how what, it goes. What game are you going file to? a live report. Uh, Minnesota, okay. Iowa. Oh, you better be on that Twitter machine for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to file a, a live report. We'll see how there they go. go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, Hunter Dickinson, I guess, but like he's he's just kind of been whatever. Yeah. You know? And uh, I, I I I don't I don't know. Is EJ Liddell count as a big man? Like I, I he's another one who I think nah, of. he's a three or a four. Yeah. yeah. I think I know. Like last year, he played a lot of that five spot for them, um, just out of necessity. But he's not a typical big man. Like 15 years ago, he would have been a small forward, you know, yep. and now he's like a four, like a true four. Yep. So I, I don't count him. I think, I think, yeah, those three, those three centers are the best centers in the, in the league, maybe. Yeah. Well, I would say Let's so. just say it, then it's true. Let's just say it. And I'll put it in the title too. Sweet. Um, I don't really see much else for Monday. Tuesday is usually the best night of the week, I think. It's heavy on SEC action. I feel like I've watched yeah. a ton of SEC basketball this year. Let's see. Baylor needs to get a win against West Virginia. We have Kansas, Oklahoma. Uh, Kansas just about? beat West Virginia by like twenty five the other day. That's a that's a that's a game I think we forgot to kind of mention. Yeah. Um, is it nothing or is it something? Kansas beat West Virginia by like thirty yesterday, and uh, I believe Jalen Wilson and Dalen McCormick, the much maligned front court pairing for Kansas, I think they combined for like forty two points and like twenty rebounds. Are they back? Is McCormick starting again or no? Yeah, I think they both started. Okay. So I, I'm curious. Is that is that something? Could could that be a, a sign of things to come for those two guys, or is it just kind of a a flicker for a a fire that refuses to start? I think it's a sign of things to come. I think like they're like Texas in that they had a lot of you know moving pieces. Maybe not as much as Texas, but like this is about the time of the year where you'd expect guys to start, um, you know, getting along and actually. Know, playing well together, yeah, rounding into form. That's the word. I I'm not good at these little uh, cliches like you are. Um, we got North Carolina, Miami, which we already mentioned. Um, Davidson VCU. That's probably going to be a CBS Sports Network game. Uh, top two teams in the A10. Ooh, A10. I like it. Uh, Duke, Florida State. A little. That's at Florida State. So that's a little upset potential. Um, Iowa State, Texas Tech at eight. That's a good game. That could be good. Tennessee, Vandy. Um, yeah. I'm done. I'm out. I'm watching Tennessee. I'm sick of watching them. I just watched really? them lose by 30 to Kentucky. I'm not watching them for a while. I need a break. Oh, we have a postponement, which 
I have to say again, all of these ones that we were mentioning, they could be canceled. Don't forget that. That's true. We are contractually obligated to mention that. Yes. Um, our sponsors make us say that. Um, Providence Seton Hall has already been canceled, though. That would have been a good game. Yeah, that might have been. The Hall just the, the Hall's lost a couple games in a row here now. They just lost to they lose to DePaul. I don't think they lost to DePaul. I don't know. I don't think they're playing all that well here the last few weeks. Yeah. But I like them. It's one of those teams that I feel like they're not they're not fully healthy either. Or just they're just kind of getting they're getting beat by COVID's taking them out. You know, COVID is uh COVID is tough on some of these teams. It's not tough on it's not tough on all the teams, but it's tough on some of these teams. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Wednesday. LSU at Alabama. Definitely, I'd, I'd call that a good measuring stick game for Alabama. You know, they played uh, they played Auburn very closely a week ago, and now let's see how they do against you know LSU. Alabama needs to needs to show us something here. They're eleven and six. I mean, we keep yeah. talking about Alabama like they're like they're something else. Can we can we win a game? At some point, we have to win some games. Yep. You know, they did beat your Miami team by thirty two, but you know, since they beat Houston. They lost to they lost by fourteen to Memphis. And last I checked, Memphis hasn't done shit since that win. So that, that they lost like to it. Iona. They lost to Davidson. They lost to Missouri. They lost to Mississippi State. I mean, these are some not good teams. They're losing to Missouri. Missouri sucks. Really, Memphis the only sucks. their only loss that you can point at and say that wasn't a bad loss is that Auburn game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Mississippi State on the road at Mississippi State's not like a, not like a, an egregious one, but like. What are we doing? But like, but like when you have like five of these losses where it's like an iffy loss, it starts to become, you know, is this team? That's just what you are. You're just yeah. an iffy team. It's like how we talk about the Vikings. Like, yeah, good teams win these games at the end and you have all these close losses, but you're literally losing all of them. Exactly. That's, that's, just, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like after a while, like it's not them, it's you. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's what you, you have to, that's the perfect breakup line is it's not you, it's me. Um, with Alabama, it's not them, it's you. Yep, I agree. You know, um, you know what? I was I was just kind of thinking about this. Um, Javon Quinterly is one of the guys who I, th- I think he's starting to get a little bit of heat from people. Like, he's been kind of disappointing. He's shooting 42% from the field, 24% from three. He averages four assists and three turnovers per game. This is a man who who left Villanova. Yeah. Uh, he was not fundamentally sound enough to play at Villanova. He's part of that, that Jelly Fan movement, which is like the uh, – the guards that come out of New York that like to be really flashy and like do weird finger rolls and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays with that kind of extra swagger. Um, I kind of like that he's failing. You know, he's uh, he's too good to play fundamental basketball. He can't play at Villanova because he's unwilling to to jump stop and do the fundamental things. And uh, now he's at Alabama, and he thought he was he thought he was uh, hot shit. He, he thought he was hot shit. Yeah, and and and, and life's hitting him a little harder. So not good. You know, screw that. It's like you think you hot shit, you ain't. Exactly. You think your shit don't stink? It does. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Speaking of Villanova, they host Marquette on Wednesday. That could be a good game. Marquette just beat somebody. That's another team that's just kind of like they're they're just kind of like around. They're like not bad. And like they they get a couple wins every once in a while, and they're just kind of hanging in. It's sort of the oh. shock effect. Um, I think, yeah, I think we both said like, you know, that they're on the right track hiring Shaka, but they're probably a couple years away of rebuilding. Yeah. Um, I think they're ahead of schedule though. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. In hiring him, I think you, you already, like, I think he, I think the coach, like a Shaka type of coach, I think it's, he just comes with like a floor and that floor means you're not going to suck. Like, I think their, their floor is relatively solid in that they're, they're going to be decent. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. They won't be an embarrassment. Although Villanova, I tell you what, they, uh, 
that's another thing I guess we didn't really mention earlier in kind of the individual game stuff. They just absolutely own Xavier. Yeah. They've, they've beaten Xavier twice. They're on a nice little roll here. They've won five games in a row. They beat Xavier. They beat they won at Seton Hall. They uh, they avenged a, a, a loss earlier to Creighton by beating them by 34. Um, crushed DePaul, took care of business, and then they beat Xavier the other night uh, in a game where they were up by like they were up by like 17 early in that game, and, and Xavier made a game of it. But but uh, Nova's Nova's on a little roll here right now. It, it kind of looks like they're just kind of running the Big East again. Um, let's see what else we have. Texas, Texas A&M hosting Kentucky. That's a little upset potential there. That's what all I see for Wednesday night though. I want to see Texas A&M. I haven't really seen, I haven't yeah. had a chance to watch Texas A&M at all. And like their record is up. It's gaudy. They sort so. of been flirting with, you know, being ranked. Um, so it's going to be, could be a good matchup there, especially hosting Kentucky. Yeah. And they don't have maybe that signature win yet. That's kind of put them on the map. I think a lot of people are just like, Hey, is Texas A&M good? Yeah. Uh, well, Hey, show us. Yeah, exactly. I'm <clears throat> um, going over to Thursday. Purdue, Indiana. Um, nice little in-state matchup there. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Belmont, Moorhead State, the top uh, two of the top Ooh. three OVC teams. Moorhead State, I, I think, is undefeated in the OVC right now. I believe that was the OVC title game from a year ago. Was those two teams? So a little. It was, and uh, that one's on ESPN News. So that's actually going to be on TV. Nice. Uh, let's see. Moorhead State. They're twelve and five right now. Their losses are to Auburn, UAB, Mississippi State, Xavier, and uh, East Tennessee State. So they're five pretty good losses there, actually. Like, all five of those teams are solid. Oh. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, USC goes to Colorado. They're going to need to get that win after the week that they just had. Yeah, they do. they got to get on track. Yeah. Um, Thursday's sort of a weak slate, though. I don't really like it. Outside of those six o'clock games, yeah, I see. Okay, you're a Minnesotan. Is so, so say Thomas is officially D one now, right? They are. They are part of the Summit League. Okay, they are. Uh, yeah, I see. They play South Dakota State, which I I don't even know how because I know say St. Thomas is like was a powerhouse and was a D three. Yeah. Um. Have they? Has that translated over to D one success yet? I don't think so. I don't think they're doing great. I mean, they got a bunch of D3 kids right now that are playing up, basically. Right, so, yeah. They're 8-8, eight eight, so I guess they're fourth bad. in the Summit League. It's not bad. They're 2-2 two two in the league. Oh, man. Okay, so South Dakota State 6-0, Oral Roberts 6-1. They're 2-2. Two two. I don't know how that's fourth in the Summit League. That that looks to me like they're, like, seventh in the Summit League. I'm very confused by this. Uh, yeah, Let's see, we have South Dakota State, Oral Roberts, North Dakota State, Western Illinois, South Dakota, Kansas City, and then St. Thomas. St. Thomas is like seventh in the summit. Room to build on there. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. I guess they're tech. How are they only three games back? This makes no sense to me. <laughs> I'm blown away. But, yeah, I don't know. They're probably, I mean, it'll take them a couple years. Yeah. Um, let's see. See, yeah, that's about it from Thursday. I don't see much else. And then Friday typically isn't the greatest, but I do see a Michigan State Wisconsin matchup. That'll be a good one. Illinois Maryland too. It's a night of the Big Ten. Friday night, yeah, it is kind. Of, you're right. It is kind of a Big Ten centric uh, evening with some with some potential interesting matchups there. You're right. Yeah, that could be good. Uh, if you don't have Fox Sports One for Friday night, make sure you get it. Indeed. 
Um, then Saturday. Let's go over there. That's always where it's meaty and juicy, and it might take me five minutes to scroll through the schedule. Oh, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State, Wisconsin. That could be a fun one. For sure. Uh, ooh, Kentucky Auburn on Saturday. That might be. We might be able to crown the top team in the SEC after that game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great matchup. I bet, I, hopefully that's in like the mid after. Hopefully that's like an eleven a.m. game. Yeah, I see it still says TBD, so who knows when that's going to be? Um, I I see a lot of ranked teams, but not really against other ranked teams. I see Baylor, Oklahoma. That could be a good one. That's at Oklahoma. That could be fun. Yeah. West Virginia, Texas Tech. Could be decent. LSU against a team you're out on, Tennessee. Yeah, that could be all right. Missouri going to try and get Alabama again. Florida State, Miami. So, yeah, what I'm seeing for Saturday is basically a lot of ranked teams playing, but against unranked teams. So I would say it's – it's. I'm just going to title Saturday right now. It's going to be the day of upsets. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Like, right. Even if there's just two of them, I'm right. We've had a couple Saturdays full of upsets here so far. So, I mean, why stop? Why stop at that? Why do I want to keep this thing going? Drake, yeah. Northern Iowa. If that game's on TV, I think that could be a good one. Those are two of the best teams in the Mountain uh, the, uh, the, uh, West, the, uh, the Missouri Valley. Yeah. Could be a good one. Oklahoma State, Texas. I don't know if I already said that. I might, I might have. See, I suppose college basketball will not, like, the Saturday slate, it, it, it's like it starts out meaty, and then it kind of peters out a little bit because NFL games will take over on Saturday evening, I bet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Carolina plays Wake Forest. That could be maybe the the teams that are fighting for like the second best team in the ACC title. Yeah, could be. That's a night game, and I it's on the ACC network, so that's really all you have to know about the ACC this year. There's not like, another game on ESPN even right now. Yeah, so like, I'm no, wondering if the ESPN... ACC games are being relegated to their own network because ESPN doesn't want to pick them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless it's Duke, but even yeah. Duke that ACC network. I, I think it's because they're going to start getting NFL games. You know, could be, yeah. No, that's about it for Saturday. It's sort of a, like I said, not a lot of, uh, you know, meaty matchup. There's a lot of ranked teams, but not against other ranked teams. Um, so yeah, look for it's early in the day. Get your work done early. You know, sure. So they say about post play. You got to get your work done early. Um, it's the same thing with. Uh, it's going to be the opposite on Saturday. It's get your get your chores done late. Watch basketball in the morning. Cover from that Friday night hangover. Yeah. Um, and then get your chores done after basketball. Yeah. So, yeah, Biggs, I'm just going to come out and say this. I know I said this before the show. This past week has been the best week of college basketball this week, this year. Wow. Yeah. Agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's go. All the storylines, all the uh, the parody. The, we have a parody complete. Have you oh, tried yeah. other conferences? I have not tried other conferences yet. No, I would love to try the par- yeah the parody wheel with like some of those smaller ones like the Big East and like uh, you know the Big Twelve might be pretty easy because there's only ten teams. Yeah. So I'm curious now that now that somebody has beaten, I wonder if anybody is Nova might be undefeated. So the Big East might not be possible. To, oh yeah, Creighton beat them. So you might there's some parody wheel potential with yeah. both those leagues. We'll we'll report back next week. Perfect. All right, you got anything else, Biggs? I'm out. All right. Bye. Bye.